G'day, it's Reese Adams here. Welcome to the show that punches you in the face with information, but in a good way. It's the Enterprise Podcast, proudly brought to you by the good people at Enterprise Fitness. For your health, fitness, nutrition, and comp prepping needs, see the coaches at Enterprise to get the job done right. Today's guest is Christian Maurice. I first met Christian when I did a private internship with Charles Poliquin in Canada, Montreal. Following this, I did a course with Andre Benoit, where he spoke very highly of Christian. So I did a little more research and found out he's actually the one of the go-to guys for Hollywood actors and stuntmen needing to get in shape and fast. Let's get into it and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome Christian and thank you for taking the time to join us today on the Enterprise Fitness Podcast Show. Can you please give us a brief insight into what you do and the kind of people you work with? Okay, basically, like, uh, right now, maybe 80% of my clients are from the movie industry. Uh, that includes directors, stunt performers, actors, actresses, uh, you know, up to makeup artists. Uh, anyone involved in the movie industry comes up to, in my office in Montreal. Yeah. Who would you say are the, the most recent ones that you've been dealing with? The most rated one? Recent ones. So the, the, uh, the latest. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I worked with uh, Michael Fassbender last uh, summer. That was the, the, the uh, you know, in big names, if you can, I can say that. Yes. Yeah. one of the closest on X-Men. In fact, oh, really? it was the preparation for the movie, the, the movies he was doing after X-Men, which is Assassin's Creed. But I was, uh, yeah. Just training him. So basically, yeah. So maybe 80% is from the movie industry. But I also work, uh, you know, in rehab with athletes, stunt for performers. I train fitness competitors uh, from regional to national champion to Arnold's Classic winners to basic transformation to extreme transformation um, with actors. Yeah. So my, my range is pretty wide. Awesome. What inspired you to get into coaching initially, and how did you transition to Hollywood actors and stuntmen? Uh, funny thing. First thing, uh, I was 18 years old. I'm 42 now, so I was 18. I was well. I'm still six foot tall, but I was 61 kilo, so I can't tell I was a big guy. So it was just complex. So I went to the gym, liked it a lot, and then from there. I really liked the gym, so I was a janitor up to salesman, then trainer, then director of a gym, and then study and study and study. And this is how I get to the the training part. And 25, 24 years after, I'm still there. So this is uh, where I come from. Yeah. And how did you transition? How did you get into the Hollywood scene? Uh, it was by accident. Uh, I was training a fitness competitor who she was as well a stunt performer. So then her boss, like the, the, the stunt coordinator, he, she, uh, he just saw that the, the big transformation, you know, for a fitness show, they change a lot real fast. Yeah. So he was just asking, who's that guy? So she just referred uh, me to him. And then from then... I start seeing him, and then he asked me if I can help you guys for a movie, and then from there, it just 
uh, word to mouth. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it happens a lot of the time in industry, doesn't it? If you can get results, you're going to get clients. You don't really have to market yourself. Yeah, if you look on on the internet, you won't see my name a lot. So it, it's not it's not from the the, the publicity I do. Yeah, it, you know, in the movie industry, the thing is, it's um, when the production calls you, it, it has to work. It's not like um, okay, we'll try to do something with the actor. You know, trying is not an option. Is succeeding is the the only option because there's a lot of money involved. You know, there's the everything involved around the character, so they cannot change it. But if you lose it, then they just don't. They never call back. Yeah, yeah. So really. got- it's not like okay, I'll try the other one. No, they just don't call back. So you, you don't de- have time to waste. You definitely got to keep delivering results then. Exactly. What would you say keeps you passionate about what you do? do you, would you say you still have the same passion as when you started? Uh, I would say it's even better or higher now. Just because when you start, you know, you don't, you, you take the clients you can take, you like it, but then as as your career, uh, you get better at it, then you get different client up to a point that you can choose your client. So now I do interview to take my clients. So I only have super clients. So it's really easy to be passionate about because everyone is so nice with me, if I can say that. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, you know, it's like asking a painter that's it, it's keep being passionate for 20 years, you know, how he feels, how he keep on being passionate you know, it's just because we all feel it's a hobby. It's not working. So we're we're just doing a hobby, but we live from a, our hobby. Yeah, yeah. With your your system, obviously, you have to get results time and time again. So for that to happen, what kind of a nutrition system do you use? Um, I don't really uh, call it a system. Um, it's more of a way of viewing things, I would say, just because, you know, you deal with different animals, so we have different, uh, uh, way of working with them. So people are the same, well, different type of physique, different type of genetic genetics. And I, I don't have a lot of time to play around. So I need to ask a lot of questions with the clients to know what, um, what I should use as technique. So I have a lot of techniques, so not necessarily one system. The, the, the way I view it is I have my, uh, you know, when I teach, I have my five pillars of success. Uh, I call it like that, but it's, it's nutrition. So I talk, I deal with my nutrition. I can go from low carb, high carb, low fat, high fat, depending on the uh, individual. And training is the other pillar. Functional medicine is another pillar. Macro modulation when it comes to really we're, uh, really play with the food. And of course, the big one is psychology. So that's my fifth pillar. So we need to get into the head of the client, the client or the athletes to make sure you'll get the good results. Yeah. Is there anyone that your system hasn't worked for? Have you, have you found that you've had anyone who um, hasn't responded the way that you expected? Uh, I'll just, I'm looking for wood. I just knock on wood, but no, 
<laughs> so it hasn't happened. That's awesome. Yeah, not not with. But again, I I have no option. So I need to be quick on my feet and just change. Yeah. Regular people or average people, uh, it's different because in the move industry, I I don't have option, and their mind is hundred percent on it. Yeah, people they got their life, they got kids, they got you know they have to work, they have to be you know they have these worries, they have this. But actors they devote hundred percent of their their time to training and nutrition, so that's different. Yeah, so I'd say it's kind of easier to to uh, to achieve results. Yeah, because they're going to go above and beyond. Yeah, exactly. When I last spoke with Andre Benoit, he, um, by the way, speaks really highly of you. He said that your biggest specialty is understanding insulin and how to use body fat to read the body. Can we just touch on some of the stuff that you found? In terms of, uh, is it biosignature or bioprint, would you say, that you use? I don't use either. Um, how can I explain that easily? I don't view the system uh, as it, as I learn it. Let's say, uh, say it like that. Um, I, I just want to be clear. Um, I measure, I do the 12 sites. But I, I look, I'm looking at um, variation from site to site. So, so not as a priority, but as where is it moving? How fast is it moving? For just uh, to make it simple, let's say you lose, you have a good week, you lose 5% uh, on each site, not as body fat percentage, but on each site. Let's say you take the chin, you take it again the next week or a few days after, and it's five five percent lower. That's a good average. Okay. For five to six days, um, if all the sites are at five six percent, and there's one that is maybe at twenty of lost, then I know his body's ge- uh, genetic is going toward that way, or whatever I'm using, I'm pushing that pathway. So uh, uh, the opposite is also true, uh, meaning if it's all, let's say, 7, 8, 7, 8, 7, 8 average, and there's one increasing 4%, then I need to understand why is this one doing the opposite of the other one. So for me, it's not about priority, but it's, a, it's about uh, looking at where it's going. So my first lecture is not important for me. Like really zero, unless there's something very weird, like I don't know. Well, even then, okay. Let's say you have uh, five millimeters everywhere, but not in the legs. Legs are at thirty. That would be kind of weird, but I wouldn't ad- address it anyway. Because maybe just by changing the food or starting the food, we'll see the legs going down uh, faster than the rest of it anyway. But if it stops. This is where I'll address it. Yeah. That, so, with, so the, with the legs, how do you normally address the legs? Do you have like a, a protocol that you, you tend to use or do you tend to just, um, just vary it depending on the client? It's, it really depends on the client. Uh, my, uh, those of you who really know me, they know my interview is quite long. So it takes uh, an hour 
in a quarter to an hour and a half with my first consult with a client. So I really need to know how their body reacts, how the what's their uh, what's happening with their stress level, their family, their every aspect of their life. What's the 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 let's say the allostatic load on their life. So then I I know it could be the liver that's not doing its job. That means that you know legs are on a dropping, but it may be because they're too stressed out. And this type of personality just stresses so much with digestion that they stop their digestion. So then for losing legs, I may ask them or give them something to relax. So it's not always this this site, I do this thing, or this site, I do. I need to have the whole picture, and according to that, I do an action. Let's say I ask, uh, I ask this client to take XYZ supplement to make her relax or lower cortisol if you know if you want. Then I look at the results. The next thing, the next uh, pinching session. Let's say it's in five days. I do it again. Then I see. Okay, I'm right on target. No, I'm not. Let's change it. Let's change it. So, so I'm always looking at how the body reacts to what I'm doing. And it takes a short amount of time that you just. You just know your client and you just know uh, where to aim or what to use or how they react um, to what, any supplement you're giving or any recommendation as for uh, food. Yeah. When, when you say 5% that they should drop, um, the measurement that is, is that across the board or do you find that some drop slower than that or some even faster in terms of like site to site? Well, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's not a. There's there's no rule for that, so it could be five percent or it could be twenty eight percent. Okay, depending on I I fast or what supplementation I give or what. Um, let's say I like to change only one thing each session, so I really believe in that. Meaning if. Food is right. Everything's going down. Let's say, let's say, average five percent. But I have this part; it's not moving, and I give carnitine. Next thing I know, I do this this uh, third pinching session, or biosig, or uh, the the site measures, and then uh, I'll see a twelve percent drop in the midsection. Then I know the carnitine is doing its effect. So that was the missing link was the carnitine. Yeah. So so anywhere the body fat, the, the, not the body fat, but the body, the the percentage of variation is going. This is where I'll address. So there's no specific rule of where it will happen and what's the average. Yeah. Because so I look at all the number at once, meaning what's the average of every 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 single um, site. If it's five percent and there's site that going the other way around. This is where I'll aim. So I'm always looking at the weakest link. Where is the weakest link? Where is the weakest link? Yeah. So if on, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, on average, how much body fat would you say a client would drop on a weekly basis, or do you, do you measure more frequently than that? Uh, average client. If if I want to make sure, okay. If I let's say um, average client, not the the extreme ones, 
Average clients, I would ask to be at 0.5 if I want them to stay lean. So 0.5 body fat loss per week on the con on average, meaning they can lose 1.5 first week, 1.1 second week, things like that. But after that, I will ask them to be at uh, 0.5.6, sorry, 0.5.6 uh, per week. It's just from what I've seen, it the body is more uh, stable that way. Meaning, if they cheat once, I won't I won't see it in the measures. So the body fat will be consistent. If you go faster than that, but if your goal is to go faster, that's one thing. You know, if you want to lose two percent or one point five per week, that's good. But it's not it's not sustainable. Meaning, as soon as you change the diet, it will increase. It's very hard to stay at that state because it, it, it's just my opinion. But um, when you change too fast the homeostasis, the body just wants to be back uh, where it was. So if, if you were at 15% and you drop real fast to 10, it will tend to go back to 15. But if you decrease slowly, it's like the body's adapting each time and it doesn't want to go back as fast. So it becomes almost like a gradually a new set point yeah exactly okay let's pretend you have this client let's say mary she's at 16 when you first see her she's at 16 without looking at her food this is while partying while eating anything she wants but she doesn't increase to 30 percent you know there's this type of plateau where they stop at 16 so it may take a year or maybe six months a year of that that type of diet or that type of lifestyle and then they will increase to maybe 17 but they will plateau there for a while so i think if we do the opposite way we have more uh, stable um, body meaning we do the uh, the opposite so we do 16 then lower to 5 15.5 uh, then the body will tend to stay at that state so doesn't want to go back as fast it's like a new set line or yeah, it's a lot more sustainable for the body. It's not as exactly not as rapid because the body does want to adapt. We just got to give it a chance to. Sometimes it's actually a good thing when it does adapt. Yeah, exactly. That's that's well said. The body is sometimes it's good to have a plateau because a plateau can be in both ways. Meaning the body doesn't want to be higher. You know, it's harder to go down, but it's harder to go high. So you just need to be patient or work your way around and then lower from there. Yeah. With, with your clients, are they all face-to-face -face or do you get some online clients? I have face-to-face uh, -face and I have online too. How, how do so you, I have clients from all around the world. How do you find that you track the online clients? Do you have some systems? Uh, depending of what they have access to, and what the psychology is of the client, I may ask them just to weigh themselves. If you know, if to, let's say with actors and they wear too far, or sometimes you know they're away from big cities because they're shooting there, um, then I will ask just the, 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 the weight. Or if they stressed out about their weight, I will just ask them to uh, send pictures. You know, always the same distance, always the same light, always the same 
you know, in the same room, same time, same. Then I just look at the, the pictures. But if they have access to, I work with few trainers that the client, my clients just, let's say I have a, a client in Sydney, they just go to your place, you take their measures, and then they give me the numbers, and then we talk, uh, we do the consult like that. So I, I, I'm very open to any anything that works. Yeah. And um, what about training? Do you find it harder to to basically make sure that they're doing the exercises correctly, or do you get them send videos to you or anything like that? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have a lot of clients. Um, okay, that's one thing with actors. Uh, I don't always recommend training, just because a lot of them. Because okay, when we think in shape, we're always thinking of fitness shape. But a lot of actors, they just want to be small. Like actresses, they want to be small, but they don't want to look ripped. So when they just want to look uh, small, I don't ask them to train. So that's easy. So then, or you, I, sorry? Then, then you purely do just nutrition then? Yeah, just nutrition or maybe some uh, interval training or maybe some cardio if it's a short period of time. Uh, I, I work... You know, I, I work with the tools I have, and sometimes I don't have any tools, so I just, you know, you just need to be creative. But I, I don't mind, uh, let's say I have clients in Toronto, I don't mind having asking someone I know, like let's say Mike Demeters, I, I just call him, I would call him and ask him to train the client, and uh, I will do the uh, nutrition part. So... Uh, yeah, so I don't have, again, I don't have a specific rule. It just depends on uh, what type of client I have. And I have, I tend to have from the, 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 the Sky Consult, I tend to have a lot of trainers. So uh, with trainers, it's, it's quite easy, meaning I just wrote the program and I just asked them to do it. Yeah, do, do you um, ever catch up with them or is it completely over over the internet uh well depending on a client and where they're from uh, it's mostly just on internet okay but it's you know it's harder you need to be clients needs to be 100 percent compliant yeah yeah you know otherwise it's very hard to manage because you don't see them physically you don't know how hard they train so everything else around it needs to be perfect. Do you have them send you a food log or anything like that? Uh, uh, to begin with, again, it depends on the personality. Just because some some are just stressed out like crazy about writing it. But uh, yes, I really like the the uh, food log. I need the time and uh, the an idea of the quantity. Yeah. With this questionnaire that you keep mentioning, Andre said that it's probably the best one that he's ever seen. How did you go about developing this? Like, how, Did you just gradually over time develop it or is it something that you've just recently been using? Uh, it's just from experience. I've used, I've used a lot of uh, questionnaires and now I don't use any per se I use them, but I ask questions myself. That's why it takes an hour 
or an hour and a half to do the first consult. Just because I found out that questionnaires are good, but having the question, the the, the client to answer it is much better. <laughs> yes. Just because you get the, the real answer, you know. Okay, I'll, uh, example: what what do you eat? Then they they will do the food log three days, or they will tell you, oh, you know, I eat uh, salad for the dinner. I eat soup. You know, they all eat clean, right? And then you ask, uh, what did you have this morning? Oh, I had crepes with, you know, uh, maple syrup. Okay, good. What did you have last night? Oh, I had pizza. So people just tell you the average on questionnaire, the average that they feel or think it's good to say. But when you ask it, you can go around it and just play with it or play with the, uh, the mind to have your real answer. Yeah, dig a little. You no, know, there's a difference between saying yes and yeah. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean? Absolutely. What, what are you hiding? What's the so okay? So you thought it wasn't important for you, but it is for me. So so yeah. So this is where I prefer asking uh, all the question myself. Yeah. So you listen to tonality and also uh, basically the words that they choose to use. Yeah, the nonverbal, how these, you know, how they sit, or they talk about it, where they're looking, are they looking down, looking up, you know, are they shy, you know, are they, yeah. So I look at a lot of things. So would you say you'd use a bit of NLP? Do you use NLP at all? I don't use NLP uh, per se. I use my own way of dealing with uh, clients. Again, it's just from experience. A uh, bit of psychology in there. So just that's just my way of working with clients. But again, there's just some clients. You know, the big executives they don't they don't want to spend a lot of time with you in the office. So I would go much faster and just uh, learn as weeks goes by, just to make it more quick. But on average, I would say maybe ninety percent of my clients, uh, if if it's not more, I would take. Uh, a lot of time to um, know them well before doing any recommendation. Yeah, so get a, a brief history of what they've previously done, what they've responded exactly. best to, everything like that. Exactly. Would it be possible for you to share the the questionnaire? Would that be possible, like for you to send it to me, and I can and I can put it there for people to access, or is that something that you want to keep to yourself? Uh, well, I teach it in my course and it takes two hours to teach. Okay. So, yeah, for me, it's not just about, cause uh, yeah, it, it wouldn't make sense just to have the questions just because for me, it's, a, it's not about the question, but it's what you want to get out of the questions. So, okay. I ask you how you sleep, but. You sleep well. So if you look at the questionnaires, go, how's your sleep? Yeah, but that's not what I mean. You know, I want to see, okay, what's your routine like? So, okay, uh, do you have a boyfriend? Yeah, is he sleeping well? No. Okay, that's why you're not sleeping. So so for for me, you need to have the whole, whole picture. So the questions are base, very basics. Uh, you know, if you take meds and stuff like that, how's your energy? How's your PMS? and Everything like that, digestion, but with all the details. 
but I will manage or change my question according to the answers. But the most important thing, it's not about the real question, but uh, again, it's what do you want to get out of it? Yeah. So what do you think the most important parts of the questionnaire are? From my understanding of what I've heard is more how uh, you interpret it and also getting the most information out of the person rather than the questions. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly what I what I think about that. Do you use it with all your clients? Yes. In some, you know, the 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 the, the time I spend is different, but uh, yes, I, I I every client. I think if if you don't know your clients, it doesn't make sense to do any recommendation. Yeah, because you're really just guessing then. You're purely guessing, or you're purely assuming, which is even worse. Yeah. Because assumptions. You know, whatever you assume, you will be right. Let's say you have a client that doesn't have any energy. You know, have low libido, low energy. Low. If you think it's low estrogen for women, then you're right. If you think it's low adrenals, then you're right. If you think it's low thyroid function, then you're right. If you, you know, it's it, they. They all have the same symptoms, more or less. So whatever you think is right, you will just confirm by a few questions. But if you so ask you need, the right questions, you could probably narrow it down. Uh, sorry, repeat that. If you if you were to ask the right questions, like you said, uh, in the right way, you'd be able to narrow it down to what it really exactly. is. Yeah, so sometimes you'll be surprised at the, the, the real answer, what it is, and you're like, okay, that's why it's not working. You know, like, like um, the husband is snoring like crazy. It's just weird question, but that's why you're not able to make the clients sleep. You know, because of the husband. Yeah, no. So no, if you don't ask no. question, then you're like, okay, low energy. Okay, it's because the, no, it's because you don't have deep sleep because the other one makes too much noise. Yeah. So you know, it looks funny like this, but you know, you as you ask question, you get a lot of these. So be, before asking or giving a lot of supplements to try things, then you ask what the environment look, looks like, and maybe I will address the issue of the husband to make her sleep. Yeah. So no amount of and magnesium is going to... No amount of magnesium is going to fix her sleep. It's more the case of you should be giving the magnesium to her husband. <laughs> no, exactly. Yes. But it's it's funny how... You know, I do a lot of uh, consult with uh, trainers or interns and they give me, uh, you know, case studies or this and that. Okay, what's... And then I ask more questions because I'm used to it or I'm used to work like that. Well, what does she do for a living? Well, I don't know. I think it's in finance of something. Okay, what her schedule looks like? Does she have kids? Are they sick? Are they healthy? Maybe they, they are sick and they don't sleep. And that's what... And she's worried because of that. You know, it's just if you know it, doesn't mean you always address it, but at least you know it. So let's, okay, I'll give you something to relax, but, you know, I won't make you sleep because it will take a few weeks because you're in that period of time. So we'll just get over it. So then you stress on something else or you address something else. 
but at least you know it. Yeah. So I'm you're trying to fight something that, you know, I'll give you 25 caps of magnesium. Oh, it's still not working. Yeah, she doesn't want to sleep. She want to hear her baby crying, you know. Yeah, yeah you definitely got to right, ask the, the right questions. Exactly. Um, who would you say the top three people that have influenced you most are? Um, I, I would say my first trainer, like 25 years ago, um, just because, okay, you, you understand I was six feet tall, I was 60 kilos, so very, very tiny guy, so my bones are not big, they're very tiny, uh, and I want to look like do competition one day, you know, in bodybuilding, which is, yeah. But he never destroyed my goal. But at the same time, wasn't, uh, never was uh, delusional, meaning you can make it. He said, oh, no, you know, you're a tall guy, slim. But if you build muscle, you will look bigger than someone has big bone and no muscle. Just because of definition, you will always look more muscular and you'll have this and you'll have that. So he was pretty honest and that gives me a very good motivation. So I, I still use whatever he taught me at that time um, and he ended up being my boss. You know, my first one to teach me how to train people, how to deal with people, how to react with people, how to sell, how to everything. So I think it, that's a big you know, we all have these mentors that you just, after a while, just think, yeah, this one really helps me out. Um, I would say Charles has been, you know, Charles Polican has been a big one. Um, I've been following him for years and years, even before he did the, the biosignature. So for training and for when, yeah, we were younger. So he he, he helped me to want to increase my knowledge or view the business in another way you know before we used to it, it, it you know if you go back to 20 years ago there wasn't so much of personal training business so we were all working in big gyms and just don't no one was making a lot of money or living um, easy while uh, training people but now he, he put this aspect in business that help out, and from a, a lot of experience, he has he gave me a lot. And um, a third one, you know what? I I would say my clients. I know it's a, it's very general, but I'll tell you why. Just because. You know, the more open you are, the more you learn from your clients. And they can teach you so much when you're, you know, you understand or listen to them a lot. You know, I was doing that thing and it really helps me out. And this is where I learned so many, uh, you know, or just add so many tools to my practice. Just because I deal with a lot of fitness uh, competitors and stuff that they've tried, uh, you know, what tons of technique, tons of crazy stuff. So then, oh, okay, let's try it. Let's try this one. Let's try the other one. And just learning from experience. So 
for me, it's, uh, you know, I couldn't be here if it wasn't from my client, but not just from the results they got, but from what they, uh, they gave me back as far as learning. That third answer is a very good answer. Uh, I don't think many people would, would think of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, yeah, I really think it's, uh, uh, I don't see that a lot or I see it only with very experienced trainer. You know, they will say that, oh, I learned that from my client. I learned that just because at one point you just let your ego out and you just, okay, I, I really want to learn. What did you do? Oh, I did that. It, did it work? Yes or no, I felt worse. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to work, but you feel worse? Okay, let's try something else. What do you, would you do? Oh, when I do that thing, it really helps me out. Okay, let's try it. You know, and then you learn a lot. Yeah, because so your, your, your client knows how their body is responding to things. you just got to ask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes, you know, some people, you ask it, and by the, the, the type of answers, you you just know that you don't need to do a lot of interview about it just because, yeah, they may, might be delusional or they don't observe well. But some people will be very precise of what's working and what's not working. Yeah, it's definitely so it's client to client. much faster to work with them. Yeah, the I think women are much easier for me to work with just because of that. You know, a lot of trainers are afraid of, you know, women in their 40s, complicated. And you know, when they have issues uh, or when they have problems to lose weight. But when you ask a lot of questions to them, you have a lot of great gems. Because women tend to feel a lot of things. Meaning, you know, when I eat this, I feel like that. Or my PMS is worse. Or I have headache. But with guys, it's more of, you know, I think it's good. You know, I think it's okay. I don't feel that much. So it's very vague. With women, it's more often more precise. Unless the guy has tried, you know, a lot of technique or a lot of training technique, a lot of diets. And, you know, they're up to the same point. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I have found that with clients as well. What would you say the top three resources or courses you'd recommend for those wanting to basically uh, be able to get the same results that you get for your clients? Top, sorry, the top three? Resources or courses. You can include your own because I know you do a course. <laughs> yeah, I would do... I would. Uh... I would recommend my own course, my body transformation seminar. Um, it depends on the level of the trainer. One guy I really like, or a uh, course I really like, is the precision nutrition one. Um, you know, from John Berardi. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't have a lot of knowledge, general knowledge, there's a lot of gems in there if you can read it well. Uh, there's a lot of uh, knowledge from experience in there. So I think it's one good course. And there's few 
you know, how to play with food, how to play with things, and the address the psychology uh, psychology of a client. Yeah, so I like this one, and I never met John Berardi, so I'm not biased in no way. Um, as far as trainer training, I would recommend Charles Polkin, of course, if it is for program design or periodization or things like that, even Andre. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you spoke about Andre Benoit. What I really like about Andre is he's, okay, first down to earth, but what I really like is he learned a lot from experience. And for me, it's right now, it's more important. But I really recommend people learning that uh, from people that has a lot of experience with clients. Not just one results you saw on Facebook or internet, but they've dealt with a lot of clients. They've did, they did so many errors. They did, you know, I did, if I look at my protocols, let's say I was giving seven years ago, you know, my head go crazy. You know, I really recommend that. But, you know, you learn so much and then you try it and then you're like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Let's try something else. But then you can teach that. But, you know, there's the difference in the theory and the practice. So in theory, a lot of stuff is supposed to work. But in practice, you know, it's, you know it's very different when it's trying to apply. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, besides, um, no one comes to my mind right now. But these two guys, Charles and uh, John Berardi, there, there's some that, um, you know, you can learn a lot from them. But there's so so many more guys, but yeah. Yeah, they're, they're good answers. I've uh, learned a lot from Charles as well. I actually bumped into you when we uh, did the private internship in Montreal. In Montreal, yeah. It was very cold. <laughs> it is colder now. Like today is minus twenty two. Oh no way. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cold. <laughs> Out of all the celebrities that you've trained, Christian, who would you say that is your favorite and why? Uh you know, I like them all in each of their own ways. Um which one? Not going to play any favorites. Uh, I really like uh, what's his name. There was um, it will I will get it back. But there was one guy who came to see me. He's a he's a um, European guy. Um, he was here to uh, do a movie with Paul Walker. One of his last movie. Um, and he come to see me for a fat loss. Uh, you know, this, these type of actors that can really get into the skin of their character. It's, um, any one of them. I had the, you know, I told you the one that, uh, one client that, uh, she had to, to, um, her character was a mannequin, so she needed to have um, weight issues and, you know, 
all the, the mannequin stuff, but they really get into their uh, character. So they're, they're like becoming their character. So it's, it's, it's very special to work with them because you feel like you're dealing with two different uh, people or person. So any, any actors that is very good, it's very interesting to work with, but yeah, but it's, you know, dealing with actors could be also, um, if you have a very, uh, if you're a very driven, clear minded person, it's different to work with actors because they're very artistic. By being very artistic, they don't, on average, uh, think like, um, you know, like an accountant who is very technical in the way of his thinking. So if you're not able to adapt, you will think they're all crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so it could be, could go both ways, but yeah. you really need to be able to adapt and learn how to talk to them. Who would you say is your least favorite and why? <laughs> you can be honest here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, I, it's a different experience from all of them. So I cannot... Did I have a very bad experience? No. Honestly, this one is very hard to answer. Do you, do you have any, never, many clients that try to resist changes and, and or try to tell you that they are making changes and they don't? Do you get many of those clients? As regular clients? Uh, regular or, or even uh, as actors? Actors, I've never seen it. Just again, just because it's a different way of working. But regular clients, um, do you... You mean just uh, having trouble to change or they have trouble to be compliant? Compliancy. So you might tell them to make certain changes and they might tell you straight to the face, yes, I made those changes, but the results say otherwise. Okay. I don't... Nowadays, no, since few years, I never have that. I never had that. I don't have it anymore. Just because I addressed it, I address it in the first meeting. You get them to open up. Yeah, exactly. So I want them to be really honest on what they're doing, and they're part of the process. So we're both working uh, as a team, and when we, you know, we look at the percentage variation, they know it, and it takes just few weeks to know what they're doing. Okay, you know, you see that change here, 7% increase in that area. That's either medication or that's uh, alcohol. So what did you have? So <laughs> the first weeks, they will tell me, oh, you know, I had this drink because I was partying. There was the birthday of my husband, whatever. Okay, so now I know what's happening. So next time we see the same profile, okay, what was the alcohol? And then they just smile. So it's, it's it's yeah it's just because I changed the way I work with clients to make sure I they tell me everything. Yeah. 
How was it training so, such a, a big wrestler like Robert Mallet? Is that how you say his name? Uh, Mayer. Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a big dude, six foot ten, uh, and one hundred and sixty yeah, kilos. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's quite a, uh, a big guy. But you know, you asked me about the favorite ones. That could be one of my favorite, the one I worked with, uh, just because he's so nice. And he's a shy guy, <laughs> so he looks he looks very impressive. But it's like um, like a teddy bear. Yeah. So very sweet, very mellow, very so very very nice, very nice guy. But he's you know giant. Yeah. Look. So they they asked me on Immortals to uh, make sure he was able to jump on <laughs> land on his feet because he want he want to jump from a. And you know, being that tall, they all have uh, knee, knees issues. So I had to uh, address or make sure he was okay to jump or land, uh, I should say, to make sure uh, he, he wouldn't be uh, injured in the movie. But I mostly did uh, fat loss with him and uh, no training. We okay. didn't have time to train. Okay, so just get him to drop the weight. Took a bit of pressure off his knees, would you say? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So you didn't do any training at all, like uh, you didn't get to assess him or anything like that. So it was purely nope. nutrition. I well, I did the assessment just to know, you know, what was uh, if something was wrong, but I didn't need to address it. Okay. So it wasn't because anyway, I don't have, you know, the the shooting was very close, so we had like two weeks. So, you know, no amount of training will increase strength in the, the you know, the legs for a two-weeks period or not enough to make you jump from. Yeah. yeah. The, have the, biggest, yeah. The, the biggest effect would be uh, getting him to drop that weight, so to take the force away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What would you say the best way you've found to, to track if a program or nutrition plans being successful? Do you use, I know you use caliper testing, but do you also use girth measurements, scale weight, um, or anything else? Uh, basically, just caliper and scale weight, and yeah, the combination of that, but uh, as well as my eyes. Yeah, eyes are very important. You, because... know, you know, it's the same thing with fitness shows. I don't do, I don't train people anymore for fitness, but um, the, I was always saying to my clients or athletes, okay, no judge will be with their calipers on stage <laughs> to know what your body fat will look like or what's the numbers. They don't care about that. They care about the look. So I'll use my eyes to make sure the look is okay. But I'll just measure for my own purpose. But at one point, I wouldn't tell what the numbers are. Just to make sure that you know we don't play with the psychology of the athlete. Yeah, we're we're a big fan of that as well at Enterprise. We the first assessment we won't tell them the body fat, but we will tell them at their second measurement how much they've progressed. Yeah, that's that's very good. Because yeah. when you're trying to, our first session that we do is all nutrition, and when you're trying to get a lot of information across, the last thing you want them to be thinking about is their body fat and where it should be, and getting concerned about that. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with that. What would you say your favorite 
three supplements for sleeper? Uh, mag magnesium because that's an easy one. It's often I uh, I still like the ZMA. You know all supplements that used to work, but we what, just what don't brand? recommend it more. What brand? Would you, what brand would you say for the ZMA? Uh, we have uh, uh, one in Canada. It's just sell here. It's just basic uh, zinc gluconate and magnesium glycinate. Okay. With a little bit of B6 in it. Yeah. So uh, it, it works well. Low dosage. Don't need to go crazy. Um, I still like melatonin. Just because it, it's also uh, helping in the causal curve. Um, if it's working. But it's not a supplement. But the first thing I would address is life. Yeah. Like creating the routine. So many clients, tons of clients, they're very jacked up, up to the, you know, to the second before they go to bed and they think they will sleep like that. Okay, you need to calm down before. So they're still working, 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 or doing this and that or TV or loud noise and then they want to sleep and, oh, it takes me an hour to, to you know, to sleep. Like, okay, we need to change the routine. You know, we need to lower the uh, the light. We need to lower the sound. We need to, you know, create the environment that you'll be sleeping. Yeah. But that, I think it's step number one that a lot of uh, uh, trainers uh, are not um, addressing. They, they're just uh, rushing. Yeah. They're trying to kill it. But, you know, knowing what's happening before, really helpful. Treating the the symptom rather rather than the cause. Exactly. What would you say your favorite three supplements are for inflammation and gut health? Um, I really like Wobenzyme. Uh, w b e n z z y m e. I don't know if you have that. That's a brand of. Um, Enzymes that you take in between meals uh, that are really good for inflammation and are very good as well for gut health. And I have uh, um, great results with that. Um, I have a brand of uh, probiotics, but they only sell it here in Canada. It's from New Roots. But it's a mix of eight uh, probiotics with the S. Boulardi in it. So this one is uh, really works well, and I deal with a lot of clients with uh, health issues, uh, liver, uh, gut issues, and the simplest one, you know, curcumin and glutamine. Yeah, they used to work back in the days. They're still working today. <laughs> <laughs> so basic things, basic things. But again, stress is a big. Um, element to consider in any gut health issues would you get them to put turmeric on their food as well or do you find that turmeric doesn't have yeah. much of an effect or you have found it it helps uh, it helps but not as much as supplements i think it takes a lot of it to work so i know there's some 
It'd be some people say that it's very good, but from experience, I've tried it with clients, and you know, you just don't get the same action or same results. Yeah, but combining it wouldn't hurt. So, yeah, exactly. You know, that's what exactly what I I, I ask my client. You know, if you want to add up curcumin in your food, then it's very good. If you want to add up curcumin every day, that's even better. But if if you don't want to eat all your meals in with curcumin in it, then you know we'll we'll just give you a supplement. Yeah, are you a fan of sodium loading uh, or water manipulation? Do you find that some of your actors need that, or do you not need to do anything like that? Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Uh, depends on the time frame I have. That's a, that's really a look thing. So if I only have uh, six, seven days to work with a client, I will work with water. Yeah, could but, you uh, could you give us an idea of what you what or how you would manipulate it? Well, it's just easy stuff. It's just you know if I go back six days, I will do first three days with salt and just cut the salt for the last three days and keeping the water very elevated and then give some some type of uh, herbals. Um, uh, you know, for for uh, kidneys detox type of uh, liquid, and I just add up to water to make sure they pee a lot. Yeah. So it's very, and then I cut water maybe eighteen hours before. So eighteen, yeah, around that, depending on the shape and all. So I, I just, yeah, I use the same technique. I've tried different ones and this one always works at least works with my client you know sometimes you, you use this technique it's work it works but you use it and it's not working but maybe it's because your pre- pre- preparation is different is different meaning carbs are maybe higher carbs may be lower fat may be higher fat may be lower but the way i prepare clients if i mix up uh sodium loading with it 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 uh, usually works very well. Yeah, so there's no. I don't think there's wrong or right answer. It's just how you prepare your clients before that, and if they, you know, and how you prepare your um, sodium loading. Yeah, what's one thing that you've changed this year, or last year even? Because this year it's still it's only January. Uh, yep. that, that's made a big impact on the way that you do your clients' training and nutrition? Could you uh, narrow it down to yeah. one thing? That's a funny one. It's uh, I added in my, when I give my course, I, there's one line, it, uh, one module, I call it the secret. And one of the secrets is to rely more on your instinct. Meaning the more you study, the more you, you need to rely on your instinct. It's you cannot apply that for a, a newbie, meaning a new trainer, because you need to have a lot of experience. But the more you rely on your instinct, you know that feeling that uh, I think I should use that. It's just about the, your brain saying it. No, oh, I've seen it so many times. You should use it. But so so many times again, you just oh yeah, I read I, I read that stuff. I think. Yeah, I'll go with that. But your gut feeling was saying, no, you should try the other one. And usually your gut feeling is much more precise. 
you know, for me, it's like a hockey player. You know, they, they practice, 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 but in the game, they're just relying on their instinct. It's not about being precise and being. They just go with it. But, you know, the more you study, the more you use technique, the more you feel the clients, the more you talk with clients, you know, the more you, you rely on your instinct. So it's not a tool we can share, but it's um, something we can learn, maybe. It needs to be developed. Exactly. Do you get your client to your clientele to get blood work done? And if so, what do you look for? Uh, yeah, all my clients I ask uh, to have blood work if possible. So all of them, I I just use I'm a data guy, so I compile data in my head and in my um, computer. That's where I see my tendencies and I see everything. And this is where I learn from. But I ask basic tests to begin with, just a regular blood test, you know, cholesterol and all that. And again, I'm more interested in tendencies, meaning, okay, this is what this one is a bit weird. Let's measure again. It's six months. And then you look at it after a follow-up, after diet, after supplement. And most of the time, you don't need to address anything it just you know it's taken care of just because of the food but i like to see you know like alp for zinc status and stuff like that but um i wouldn't um i'm just looking in my head to see with a client what i don't think i ever used um a blood test to do my first recommendation, meaning I use it as a tool, but it wouldn't make a big difference in what I choose, unless, you know, it's, they're very sick or they're coming to see me because for health issues in a functional medicine way. But, you know, for regular body fat transformation or body fat, uh, body transformation, I just use it as a tool. Yeah, it's just one of many tools, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I've got a question here from our functional health practitioner, Christine. She said, do you use functional health practitioners for for your clients? I just heard that you mentioned that you do. Um, And if so, are you looking for one to send clients to? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, repeat that. Uh, If you are, uh, if you do use functional health practitioners, are you currently looking for one to send clients to in Australia? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I need one in Australia, maybe, but right now I'm doing my own, the own test with, uh, I do them myself and I work with a few doctors in the state. So if I have a client and I, yeah, an actor in Australia, but I mean, uh, if I need recommendation, I will send them there. <laughs> Thanks, Christian. Uh, up, upcoming courses. What would you say your upcoming courses are and, and when? Uh, I need to confirm my date, but I'm really looking for uh, going in June in Australia, uh, Sydney and or Melbourne. I think you should uh, come to Melbourne. I very think you do. <laughs> so I may go to both. Um and uh you know i'm all i'm always i'm changing my website because if you see it 
you know, well, please don't because it's old and it's not nice at all. Uh, it's old information. I'm not big into media, so now I'm getting into media. I'm getting into 2016. <laughs> I'm still in the 80s. I don't know why. Um, uh, yeah, so it will be up to date. All my courses will be on it, but for sure I want to go to uh, Australia. In fact, it's already in my schedule, but I, I need to confirm like with you guys to you know, make sure I have the right date and right weekend. Um, but I'm sure looking forward to it. I will go uh, again in London. Uh, you know, I did the old UP tour. Uh, I did last year Hong Kong and Singapore and London. I did Dubai. So I may go back again this year to Dubai. I'm looking for Ireland, uh, Toronto for sure, Quebec City for sure. So, yeah, there's, uh, I think there's 12 uh, places I'm giving my seminar uh, right now. So it will be all online in maybe a month or so. Traveling a lot like that must make it hard with clients face-to-face. Do you just have to do it online then with a lot of them? Uh, I, I really manage well my schedule, meaning I will go out one week, come back for at least two weeks to see my clients, and go back again for a week. And I never go for, let's say, two months in a row. So I try to place uh, one uh, seminar per month. That way, I, I'm sure I can see client physically. That's a but very good need, strategy. Yeah, because I don't want to, you know, I really like my clients and I want to, I want to make sure they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> or they're still improving. It's very kind of you, very thoughtful. <laughs> but the other thing, I really, I really think you you learn so much from experience, and it's not about you know I've been doing it for twenty four years, but I'm still learning. And I think if you teach, it's one thing, but if you're still doing clients, it 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 puts you um, aside from the theory and more into the practice side of teaching because you can do a lot of recommendation but when you try them in the office you're like okay so when i'm teaching i'm more about the experience i had so okay it says that in theory i never experienced it or experienced it or having the same results they're they're saying i don't know why maybe it's me maybe it's the dosage maybe whatever but i you know you have this uh experiment feeling out of it so I think it's it's uh, it's more um, um, helpful. Thank you again for your time, Christian. How can the listeners go about finding you? Uh, again, my website, which is uh, christianmaurice.com, but uh, you can uh, go on my uh, fan page on Facebook, which is just Christian Maurice, or my personal one right now. So any, it's really easy to find me. Easy. Yeah, easy. All right. Thank you very much, Christian. I'll uh, let you get back to your day. It's nighttime for you, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's well, it's 7.30 at night. <laughs> I still give you enough time to wind down, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank, okay, thank you very me. much. Speak, okay, bye speak bye. soon. See ya. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening. A lot of gems to be put into practice because knowing and not doing is not really knowing at all. Check out our website for more information at melbournepersonaltrainers.com or on our hotline 1300-887-143. Remember to subscribe by downloading the Eat Your Way to Abs ebook, which is full of information to keep your knowledge-thirsty brains growing. Also, please leave us some feedback on our iTunes channel. We'd love to hear from you.